The books of Proverbs and Ecclesiastes help us to incline thine ear unto wisdom and apply thine heart to understanding. These two books both teach similar truths, but offer different perspectives of life. Proverbs are a collection of wise sayings that teach applied knowledge, and we learn that even when life seems confusing, it is always better to trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Be not wise in thine own eyes, and fear the Lord. The preacher in the book of Ecclesiastes then teaches us that it's not that simple, and while he gave his heart to know wisdom, he still found vexation of spirit and much grief. Ecclesiastes helps us when we ask, can there be real meaning in a world where everything seems vain, temporary, and uncertain? The book of Proverbs was written in a poetic style, with vivid imagery and parallelism that often teaches wisdom in contrasting sayings. A wise man will hear and increase in learning, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Proverbs comes from the Hebrew word mashal, meaning a similitude, parables, sayings, and poems that are simple, humorous, profound, and beautiful. They offer worldly wisdom for almost every part of life, but also teach us God's wisdom through the voice of divine inspiration. The book was often quoted in the New Testament. Proverbs is filled with insights about knowledge, understanding, and wisdom that the Lord giveth to become wise in heart. As we develop fear or respect for the Lord, we begin to develop deep feelings of reverence and trust and want to obey His commandments. The book's title is The Proverbs of Solomon, the Son of David. But other headings called rubrics mention other authors such as Agur, son of Jacob, and King Lemuel or his mother. Proverbs were written to know wisdom and instructions, to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, judgment, and equity, to give subtlety to the simple, to the young man knowledge and discretion. Proverbs 2 tells us the blessings of seeking wisdom. When wisdom entereth into thine heart, and knowledge is pleasant unto thy soul, discretion shall preserve thee, understanding shall keep and deliver thee from the way of the evil man that speaketh froward things, who leave the paths of uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness, who rejoice to do evil and delight in the frowardness of the wicked. The word froward means that which is opposed to truth or wayward. Proverbs 3 teaches, Happy is the man that findeth wisdom, and getteth understanding. The wise shall inherit glory, but shame shall be the promotion of fools. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. For whom the Lord loveth, he correcteth, even as a father the son in whom he delighteth. Proverbs 4 also encourages us to get wisdom and understanding. Forget it not, neither decline from the words of my mouth. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding. The proverb describes wisdom and righteousness as a path or way where we should ponder the path of thy feet. Proverbs 6 tells us what the Lord hates. A proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, 
a heart that devises wicked imaginations, feet that swiftly run to mischief, a false witness that speaks lies, and he that soweth discord among brethren. He then warns against laziness. Go to the ant, thou sluggard, consider her ways, and be wise. Proverbs 8 describes wisdom as a woman with much to offer. The Lord possessed me in the beginning of his way, before works of old. I was set up from everlasting, from the beginning or ever the earth was. Proverbs 13 tells us that a wise son heareth his father's instruction, but a scorner heareth not rebuke, and only by pride cometh contention, but with the well advised is wisdom. We learn in Proverbs 15 that a soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger, and the thoughts of the wicked are an abomination to the Lord, but the words of the pure are pleasant words. Proverbs 16 says, When a man's ways please the Lord, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. And pride goeth before destruction, and an haughty spirit before a fall. He that is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he that ruleth his spirit is better than he that taketh a city. Proverbs 22 tells us to train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old he will not depart from it. Proverbs 27 warns, Boast not thyself of tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. Proverbs 29 counsels, Where there is no vision, the people perish, but he that keepeth the law, happy is he. And Proverbs 31 asks, Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. A woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. A virtuous woman has great spiritual strength, capability, influence, and is trustworthy. Ecclesiastes is a translation of the Hebrew word koeleth, meaning a preacher or one who convenes an assembly. The book is a series of questions about the purpose of life that observe and reflect on its deepest problems. The preacher in Ecclesiastes is called the Son of David, King in Jerusalem, who most scholars believe is Solomon. He is a believer, but he makes statements and asks questions as if he were not. These are directed at those who do not yet believe in God and can help them to see how they can find purpose and meaning in life when they follow God's will. Ecclesiastes seems to have a pessimistic viewpoint of the world. The preacher laments that mortal life is temporary and much in the world is vanity, meaning empty, fleeting, or meaningless, and is soon gone. He asks, What profit hath a man of all his labor, which he taketh under the sun, referring to this mortal life? The preacher wrote as if he had no understanding of the plan of salvation, and taught that those who focus their life on money or other things that end with death will waste much of their life. Ecclesiastes 3 teaches that even though good and bad things happen to all of us, and we will die, we can do many things to improve our mortal life before it ends. Part of this chapter became a popular song by the birds in 1965 named Turn, Turn, Turn. To everything there is a season, and a time to every purpose under the heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to laugh and a time to weep. Ecclesiastes 4 tells us that two are better than one, because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, the one will lift up his fellow, 
But woe to him that is alone when he falleth, for he hath not another to help him up. Ecclesiastes 5 warns, He that loveth silver shall not be satisfied, nor he that loveth abundance with increase. This is also vanity. Ecclesiastes 7 also warns, Be not hasty in thy spirit to be angry, for anger resteth in the bosom of fools. Say not, What is the cause that the former days were better than these? In Ecclesiastes 9, we read the preacher's observations about how things appear to men on the earth, and the dead know not anything. He said, Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy might. For there is no work, device, knowledge, nor wisdom in the grave. The race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong. Bread to the wise, nor riches to men of skill. But time and chance happeneth to them all. The Lord gives increase and makes rich those whom he pleases in his own time. In Ecclesiastes 11, the preacher told the young man to rejoice and let his heart cheer him in his youth. Walk in the ways of thine heart and in the sight of thine eyes, but know thou that for all these things God will bring thee into judgment. The preacher said that mirth, laughter, and pleasure are vanity. He talked of building great works of houses and vineyards, and getting servants, maidens, cattle, and treasures of silver and gold. He said that he was great and increased more than all others in Jerusalem. Whatever his eyes desired, he kept not from them or from his heart, that rejoiced with all his labor. But when he looked on all his works and labor, all was vanity and vexation of spirit, and there was no profit under the sun. Ecclesiastes 12 ends by teaching that all will die. The dust will return to the earth, and the Spirit shall return unto God who gave it. The preacher summarizes the whole matter in verses 13 and 14, and counsels us to fear God and keep His commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. God shall bring every work into judgment, with every secret thing, whether it be good or evil. And these are the books of Proverbs and Ecclesiastes in the Old Testament. Look for hidden images located throughout the video. You can support PonderFun by visiting our Etsy site with coloring pages and activities to download. Visit our PonderFun.com website and Facebook page to find more fun things to do. And you can listen to these as a podcast. Please like and share these videos with anyone you think might enjoy them. Also, please subscribe to this PonderFun YouTube channel, and you'll be notified whenever I make new videos. Thanks again for watching, and find some time this week to ponder.